0: Uh, We can't just get rid of evil things. We have to replace it with good things. Jesus tells that story in the (music) Gospels. Welcome back to the Bible Study Discussion Podcast. My name is Wynn. I'm here with my co-host. Joel. And we are diving in today to Ephesians chapter 5. Joel, do you want to pray for us as we get started? Yes, please.
1: Lord, I just thank you for this amazing day, Lord. I thank you that you allow us to gather and to dig into your word i pray that you will just open our eyes and our hearts to just let your word speak through us in this podcast but also speak into everyone listening in your name amen
0: amen and i'm gonna do something weird this time i'm gonna start in verse one okay uh ephesians chapter five Therefore, be imitators of God as dearly loved children and walk in love as Christ also loved us and gave himself for us, a sacrificial and fragrant offering to God. But sexual immorality and any impurity or greed should not even be heard of among you as is proper for saints. Obscene and foolish talking or crude joking are not suitable, but rather giving thanks. For no one recognized this. Every sexually immoral or impure or greedy person who is an idolater does not have an inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God.
1: Listening, I guess one part which really stands out to me mm-hmm. is what? Um, verse four. Mm-hmm. in the idea of, you know, um, filthiness nor foolish talk nor coarse jesting that's how you know Mm -hmm. this uh translation has it but it's the idea of like that kind of just hit me as like oh shoot you know how easy is it to get rubbed off by you know your gruff co-workers Mm -hmm. and stuff and take on and start you know of course you mean it In jokes, You're not meaning it to insult, but Mm -hmm. they are coarse jokes or they are, you know, the language that you pick up or, you know, those mannerisms and things you have to be very careful about if you're trying to live and model yourself after Christ.
0: Yeah. And it's always one of those things like we've talked about in the past, like, like instead of worrying about like where the line is that we're not supposed to cross to just. And, and be as holy as being much like Christ as we can, and then we don't worry about that line. But mm-hmm. yeah, sometimes you're just around people that are a certain kind of funny, and it is funny, and, and you laugh, and you're like, Well, maybe I should be funny like that, and you're like, Oh, that's actually like that's rude, or that's crude, or that's harsh, or maybe that's insensitive to people in a way that I hadn't thought about before. But having to be aware of that talk, um, I love the end of that verse because it, yeah. you know, it says, But rather giving thanks. Uh, we can't just get rid of evil things. We have to replace it with good things. Jesus yes. tells that story in the Gospels of of casting out the demons and, and then the person's inside is clean and swept and the demon goes out and gets seven more and comes back and the person's state is worse than before. Yeah. So it's not just about like, okay, these are the list of things that I don't do, but how can I replace that with things that do honor God and bring glory to God and help me grow in a
1: likeness yeah. of Jesus? And what it's that What is that like life coaching of, you know, to get a get rid of a bad habit? It's not just about the fact of stopping doing that thing. It's also replacing it with a good habit. You know, it's you have to replace it with something. You can't just not do anything because then you will find something else to do, which, Mm -hmm. of course, is that exact example of so.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And he starts he starts out, uh, be imitators of God, um, and walk in love. So like so like the rest of what we're gonna read tonight, like it, it comes after this verse of of imitating Christ, of walking in love as Christ loved us and gave himself for us. That that thought that love isn't um just a feeling or an emotion, but like love is giving of
1: yourself for others. It's a sacrifice.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Shall I get started in verse six? Absolutely. All right. Let no one deceive you with empty words, for because of these things, the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Therefore, do not be partakers with them. For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light for the fruit of the spirit is in all goodness, righteousness, and truth, finding out what is acceptable to to the Lord and have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. For it is shameful even to speak those things which are done by them in secret. But all things are exposed, are made manifest by light. For whatever makes manifest is light." Therefore, he says, Awake, you who sleep, arise from the dead, and Christ will give you light.
0: Hmm. So, so it talks about God's wrath, and sometimes um, sometimes I don't want to talk about God's wrath. Like, we, we talk about how God is love, which is true. Like, the Scripture clearly tells us that God is love, and God loves us. John 3, 16, for God so loved the world. He gave his Son to die for our sins. So God is love. But God is also holy, and God is also just. So yeah. so for those who choose to not follow Christ, who choose to live fulfilling their own selfish desires, there is a price to pay.
1: Yeah. It is... I'm trying to think, like, to just get my mind around, like, verse 8. And I feel like that's a very like short summarization of what exactly you were saying is like, Hey, you know, we were born in sin and we are, but now we are saved and Mm. sanctified in the light in Christ's forgiveness. And we need to walk in that and live in that.
0: And yeah, we, we, we see that, um, that if we live as, as children of God, as children of light, like we will live differently than the world. I actually love, uh, I, I wrote down verse six in the New Living Translations.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It says, don't be fooled by those who try and excuse these sins for the anger of God will fall on all who disobey him. So so just because, just because people uh, choose not to believe in God doesn't excuse their sins. They, they're they like, well, this doesn't matter. There is no God. Like, like Believing in God or not believing in God won't make God any less real, and won't make that that judgment for eternity any less real.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I love how he is both Paul in writing this. How he is both clear. But also saying it in a compassionate way in the mm. sense of he is he's writing to believers, of course, but he's saying this as a reminder and is saying, hey, don't fall into this trap. Right. You know, don't fall back into the sins of, you know, everything like we just talked about, the coarse jesting mm-hmm. and the um, immoral lifestyle of just fulfilling your flesh. Right. And he. And that's why he's like, therefore, do not be partakers with them, you know, live honoring and seeking after Christ.
0: The InterVarsity Press Biblical Background Commentary, or the IVPBC of the New (laughs) Testament edition, it says premarital and other immoral sex, insolent speech and sexual humor were as common in ancient pagan society as they are today. Paul did not water down God's standards to accommodate the culture. Instead, he warned that those who engage in this lifestyle would not be among God's people in the world to come. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes, like, I don't like confrontation. Yeah. And, and I don't think it's necessarily my place to tell somebody who's not following Jesus how they should live according to Jesus. Mm-hmm but we do need to as we disciple people be able to talk about the commands of God and how we we are gonna be, we we can't live like the world and follow Christ we have to choose yeah. if we're going to live by God's standards uh, whether or not they make sense to us or whether or not we agree with them completely or completely even understand them but we have to live by by God's standard of holiness following after Christ and living in the light and in, in in ourselves and in our own community of those who claim to be following Jesus uh, to
1: uphold these standards. And I mean, that is like one of the pinnacle things, at least in my understanding is, you know, following Christ is not telling other people, you know, fire and brimstone, you know, mm. you, it is It is my conviction and in so. But in doing that, there is also a responsibility to when you are sharing the gospel and people have accepted it, laying down those rules Mm -hmm. that is explained in the Bible saying, hey, Christ does not, you know, A, B and C, you know, coarse jesting, Mm -hmm. sexual immorality, all these things. Are not acceptable, right? But there is still forgiveness, and of course, you know everyone makes mistakes. No one is perfect, you right. know. Yeah, that could be your old life, but put away mm-hmm. that old
0: and live in Christ. Yeah, and and there's going to be times that that we fail. No, yeah, no, like no so one's perfect. Even as I follow Christ, been doing it a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are times when I. Fail of following Christ, where I am involved with crude joking, where I am selfish or bitter or angry, or, or take that out of my family. Every But, but the mm-hmm. goal is to to put that to way and to, and to walk in in the Spirit and in the power of Christ to follow Him, um, to to imitate God and become more yeah. and more like Christ.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Shall I read verse fifteen? Yes, sir. Pay careful attention then to how you walk. Not as unwise people, but as wise, making the most of the time, because the days are evil. So don't be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. And don't get drunk with wine, which leads to reckless living, but be filled by the Spirit, speaking to one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing and making music with your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one
1: another in the fear of christ i like how he in this section here he is like there is the what the common understanding of in hebrew culture being shrewd and being wise and being Hmm. and he is saying that not just for you know hebrew culture anything but he's saying that to Everyone be like, hey, be understanding, be diligent, Mm. be wise and thoughtful in. Do not be taken advantage of by smooth talk Mm. or by the deceitful. Be patient, be thorough. And, you know, do not be hasty so that you will be, you know, misled. Right. Yeah. It's so good. And,
0: and we, we said before, but it's just that, but like, uh, he says, pay care attention to how you walk. Like, like this, this process of following Jesus is, is a journey. Sanctification is, is a journey. It's not, yeah. it's not instant. It's not like old life is gone. And now I'm, I'm new me that never makes a mistake and just on my way to eternity. But like, yeah. like we have to walk wise and, and to not be drunk on wine, to, but to, to rely on the spirit. Um, to be influenced by the spirit living within you. Uh, I've seen people who are under the influence of alcohol and they live differently than they do when they are sober. Yeah, but that call that like me living just as me should look different than me actually living by being filled with the spirit, being under the influence of the spirit in my life. Like can people see the difference of me Mm -hmm. living in the power of the spirit and me living just in the power of Wayne. And that's yeah. a challenge to me. Cause like you, you can, yeah. you can tell when people are, are, are drunk, they act differently. And they it's do. not that hard to figure out that something else is assisting them in how they're acting. Yeah. And can people see that Holy spirit working in me to where there's a notable, noticeable difference.
1: That is it. Whew. That's amazing. Mm. And that's con. Convicting because it's like that's how you want to live right. every day, so that people see you and go, Hey, there is something different about you. I love verse 19 because mm-hmm. one of the things that just popped into my head was, Hey, singing in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs and making melody in your heart to the Lord, you know, constantly. Praising the Lord, Mm -hmm. which will then leave, you know, praising God leaves me rejuvenated and you feel filled, which means you could then give that out to everyone around you. Mm -hmm. You know, that is a way to that is a practical step to acting and Mm -hmm. being different in a daily situation.
0: Yeah, they can it can it can focus our minds and our hearts on God, on his goodness, on who he is and, and that. That affects our mood. That affects our interactions. It affects how mm-hmm. we treat people. You right after that it says, "Giving thanks always for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ." So, like, like if we are and you know, songs are easy to remember. Mm-hmm. Generally, easier than just memorizing a block of text. So, if we have, if we have songs that we know and songs that we sing as a congregation. Um, that are good theology that, that build us up like yeah. those can get stuck in our head and those can just throughout the day encourage us to um, to live uh, whenever I spend too much time on Instagram I often hear the song I'm so blessed by Cain mm-hmm. like like every fourth swipe and oh. it's a, it's a fun song. Like Kane's not my favorite band. Sorry, but uh, Kane, the band, you're, you're not my favorite. I like you. My daughter's a big fan, but it's a, I think you're okay. Um, but seeing yeah. your song all over Instagram, uh, gets it stuck in my head cause it's a catchy tune. Um, mm-hmm. and it's just about being blessed and counting our blessings. And no matter what's going on, like we are blessed in Christ and that, yeah. um, as annoying as that song is to have in my head sometimes, It's such a good reminder, like, no matter what's happening, like, because I'm walking with Jesus and because I've been saved,
1: I am blessed. Yeah, that is awesome. All right. Verse 22. Yeah. Wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. For the husband is head of the wife, as also Christ is head of the church, and he is the Savior of the body. Therefore, Just as the church is subject to Christ, so let wives be to their own husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her, that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word.
0: So to start here, I think it's important to remember verse 21 that is part of a different paragraph, but part of the same thought, uh, which is submitting to one another in the fear of Christ. And then it talks about wives submitting to husbands and, and, and husbands loving the wives submitting Mm -hmm. to one another because Christ is one's Lord. All the household codes that Paul proposes are based on that idea. So in the next chapter, we're going to talk about children and parents and we're going to talk about slaves and masters. And, and that all comes after submitting to one
1: another in the fear of Christ. Mm -hmm. And, and in so doing in that submission, you are giving honor, not just, you know, wives to husbands or, you know, um, husbands to wives, but also to God in, hey, you are in control. Mm-hmm. You know the plan. Yeah. yeah. And I love that. Like, like
0: Paul writes this in, in household codes uh, in the Roman society, like the man was the head of the household. Yes. Um, so the wife submitted to your husband, pretty standard. But verse 26, um, husbands love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself for her. That's something that would have been very countercultural to to yeah. the Romans and and how they were hearing that in that in that society. So Yeah. So Paul is saying, Yes, wives, submit to your husbands, but husbands loves love your wives. Um, in the in the Bible study I read it in verse twenty two and twenty-four it says submission is a person's yielding his or her own rights and losing self for another. So that's what the wives are called to do, and in mutual submission, that's what we're all called to do. Yeah. But then it says, love is more than a family affection or sexual passion. Rather, it is a deliberate attitude leading to action that concerns itself with another's well-being. So while there's a call for, for wives to submit to husbands, uh, there's also that call for husbands to, to lay down their wants and, and their needs and love their wives in a way that is concerned with the wife's well-being,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which which in my mind would make this submission much easier yeah than than of then of a wife submitting to a husband who has like just complete authority and rules his house, but Paul gives both halves of this command,
1: yeah, and that's something that is I feel like has been forgotten in modern society of the n- mutual respect of both Partners Mm. in that marriage, you know, especially in today's society, you know, divorce and separations and things like that are, Mm -hmm. you know, at an all time high. But it's like, I wonder if it's due to both sides are not submitting to Mm. one another in respect and in sacrifice both to each other and also to Christ. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. Yeah, that you need that mutual submission, that that putting the other's needs above your own. I um, mean, and, yeah. and then and third, too, um, Paul says he's talking about Christ in the church. So, so mm-hmm. we as the church need to be submissive to Christ, knowing that Christ has given everything, yeah, so that we can have that relationship. Um, so when we look at the church, mm-hmm. when we look at ourselves as individual believers are we uh, submitting everything to Christ um, because because he deserves it because he is the perfect um the perfect partner the perfect husband in that role of, yeah. of us being the church um and the perfect leading us well loving us well having sacrifice given everything
1: the perfect sacrifice
0: for the relationship yeah.
1: oh. so
0: so do you have a, a main a main thought, a main takeaway here from chapter
1: 5. Yeah. I would say it is yeah. I feel like if you were to summarize all of chapter 5, mm-hmm. it is to be wise and humble. Mm. You know, the first, I feel like the first half of the chapter is talking about don't get into, don't be swayed and persuaded Mm -hmm. into either coarse jesting and sexual immorality or be taken advantage of, you know, by doing something foolish. Mm -hmm. And then the whole second half is remembering like, okay, but submission and Mm -hmm. humility. Right. And so I feel like that is like the big takeaway that I see is like, okay, be. be wise and be submissive both to your partner, but also to Christ.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I love it. I love it. And then for me, I wrote down, uh, love is giving of yourself for others. So at the start, yeah. it talks about loving like Christ, love at the end. It talks about husbands loving their wives. And the, that that love, yeah. it's not just an emotion, it's not just a good feeling, but love is giving of yourself for the good of someone else. That is awesome. To the cube? Yes, sir. All right. What was your favorite game to play as
1: a child? Ooh. So, a very much so embarrassing story. Okay, great. Those uh, are the best. I was the horrible child, and I hated to lose. Okay. And so, I had a really hard time playing games growing up. Mm-hmm. But one memory that I do have is playing spoons. Okay, yeah. Fast-paced game, Mm -hmm. like four of one suit, grab a spoon out of the middle. Right. So there's a whole crowd of us. and We're going really hard, and I'm really focusing, trying to do it. And everyone had noticed that I was so focused on my cards, Mm -hmm. everyone had quietly grabbed a spoon. (laughs) And so finally, by the time I was like, yes, I got it! And all this, sp- oh, and everyone sorry. was there They're like, mm, "Yeah, but the spoons is definitely a very fun game." Okay, so. spoons, good deal. Yep. Alrighty, are you ready? I'm. I'm very close to ready. Okay. In your opinion, what are the seven wonders of the world? Um. In my opinion, that's so. In my
0: opinion, I'm just gonna tell you like seven things that I want to see or have seen. Okay, uh, Yellowstone went there a couple weeks ago, would love Mm. to see it more. Uh, seem magical. Um, uh, trying to think of of the name of the beach that I really like, uh, that I can't think of right now. Hug Point, just south of Cannon Beach. Uh, it's a beautiful place, uh, love it, big fan. the world's big, man. It is. It's huge. Um, I can't think of seven places I think that that amazing. And I don't want to try and think of the actual Seven Wonders of the World. Yeah. Because uh, I would fail horribly. That's fine. So those are two places that, that I, I really enjoy and I think are wonderful places okay. in the world. Um, if you know the... Either the actual seven wonders of the world you can google it we won't check uh, let us know in the comments if you want to tell us uh, a game that you loved as a kid or a game that you love today you can do that in the comments uh, if you like this video you can share it with a friend or a family member or even somebody you don't like that's really up to you but thank you so much for hanging out with us as we thank walk you, through thank you. ephesians joel do you want to give
1: us the blessing yes absolutely let me flip over there <laughs> all right grace with all those who love our Lord Jesus Christ in, in sincerity. Amen.